Hey guys, um, I know it's a weird to have two uploads the same night. Wow, Chris is on a roll. No, I just can't really sleep. Uh, I've been going through some of um, Scar's old um, old music, or not old music, but uh, some of his old podcasts. And um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about some uh, things that's been kind of, kind of disturbed me last year. Uh, I didn't have the balls to talk about it. And then I saw what Michael had posted a couple of months before he died. And I didn't get to watch it when I originally was on here because I didn't know he, he posted another one. Because my phone never gave me an alert that he posted another one. So, um, let me, uh, let me, let me go back a couple way, a little way. So, there was this girl named Rebel. Um, I don't know much about her. Um, my brother, my best friend slash brother, guy I knew for... I've known him, I knew him for nine years, let's see, I knew him from fifth grade all the way up to early this year when he died, um, what, what, let's see, uh, fifth to eleventh, what, six years, I've known him for about six years. Well, actually, I knew I knew of him before that. I just didn't know him, know him like that. But um, there's this girl Rebel, and uh, she. I don't think. Okay, I'm just gonna say names because I don't think that person knows of my podcast. So I'm just gonna say it out loud. Um, Cheyenne, which is Michael's sister, uh, your ex co. I still believe he is my co-host. I don't care if what anyone says, he's, he's still my co-host. I may have other people come on and talk, but he is, he is my one and only co-host. But it, it was like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you, um, they were friends for a long while. Uh, them two got along. I mean, they like the same type of music, and that usually kind of bonds people. What? Um, and sorry guys, uh, uh, my grandmother came in to talk to me, but, um, I just want to let y'all know, I mean, like, they, they, they knew each other, I mean, nothing born people more like music and hobbies and stuff like that, and they knew each other for a long, long time, I mean, Sorry, I'm watching something on TV, but, um, it was like, I, I knew of this chick, but I didn't know, know her, know her, and, uh, I knew of the victim in this story, uh, I didn't know her personally, uh, I hung out with him twice, uh, he's a real cool, he's a real cool dude, hell of a pot smoker, I mean, no, 
know, he put me to shame on a different religion. But I just wanted to say, like, this was eighth grade, so I was in seventh, and they started talking and shit, and we're, and they hung out a little bit, they talked for a while. But, um, I'm sorry, I keep getting off track. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm tired. But, I, I mean, I knew both of them very... Well, I knew Kenny more. I knew him a lot more because I hung out with him. And I talked to him occasionally when Michael talked to him over video chat. We'd talk and shoot the shit and stuff like that. So we weren't, like, friend, like close friends, but we, we knew of each other. We chilled with each other. We bobbed with each other, basically. And... Uh, I did have the police report open, but I closed it for some reason, and I can't find it. I'm too lazy. But, uh, I'll tell you at the end what the police report said. It's a, uh, personal stories of when that happened. So, they knew each other going into the 9th, 10th, 11th grades, and she graduated. Uh, about the 8th grade, she was with a guy named Kenny. Well... About 11th grade, they broke up. They went their separate ways. He got tired of her bitching and arguing at him and moaning and groaning and all that shit. And, I, I mean, I didn't get her. I mean, I didn't know her, but uh, I'll save all the stories for that at the end. Um, and she started dating a new guy that Mike uh, Scar knew. And it was just kind of... can't see what I'm doing with my hands, but it's kind of like a, like an equal balance thing, and it was like, they, they balance each other out, he bring all the quirkiness and weirdness, and she bring all the goth, and, uh, not sadness, but like goth, and, bring all like the, um, all the, Yinti Hijang. Now y'all know what I'm talking about. She was the Yinti Hijang. And so uh, they break up. They go their separate ways. And then she gets with a guy named Justin. Justin can be I'm just kidding. But Justin. And um, she changed. According to Michael, she changed. Like, changed. Like, me from 8th grade to now. Changed. But, um, oh, I shouldn't have done that. My, wait, my, my tummy hurts now. But, um, it was like, okay, so, They went their separate ways, no bad blood. And and Justin, uh, negative. Negative. You know how they say negative plus a negative makes a positive? Well, not in this case. A negative made a negative made a fucking negative. 
a negative made a negative made a fucking super negative ass part people. And I, I don't know if they were toxic or what, but it was just horrid. I mean, I don't know if they fought or anything. I have no idea. I don't know either of them personally, and I have no want to know them personally because if I ever met them, I don't care that she's a woman. I would. She'd be the reason I go in to, to be a lawyer to, to get her out of prison and sentence her to death, which I don't even know is legal in, in Georgia. I don't even know if it's legal in Georgia. But, like, um, by the way, Kenny, rest in peace, man. You didn't deserve what happened to you. You are loved and you are missed, man. Um, I'm not going to talk about his mother, his aunt. His cousins. I'm not talking about any part of his family because I have no right to talk for his family. Um, those people are very nice, very good, very sweet-hearted people. Um, even when Kenny died, uh, she kept in contact with uh, Scar all the time. They keep. She was basically like his aunt, just so close to him that it. It wasn't weird, but she was like, um, you know those like family friends that you've known for so damn long, they're like uncles or aunts or your cousin or something like that, like you see them as family, like family friends like that, and um, she was like that with Michael, she was like, okay, well, I know you're not, I know you, you know, I know you knew Kenny, I knew, you know that you loved him as a, dearly as a friend. And I know it touched you emotionally when he died, so I'm not gonna do anything like that. I'm not gonna talk about it unless you want to talk about it. They were like, they had like that mother song, like that mother or son or like nephew and aunt relationship. Like, like your aunt loves you to death. And she's always up in your business that you, you hate that she's up in your business constantly. But when she's not, it just feels like it just, everything feels off. You don't feel right. But as soon as it comes back, it's like kind of annoying, but you love it. That's how it, that, that, that's how it, I don't even know if it made any coherent sense. But that's, that's what it was like. And she's a great woman. I've never met her personally. I've never knew her personally. But when she'd call Michael, she was the sweetest lady. I, I, I talked to her a lot, or I didn't talk to her, like, on the phone a lot. I was just talking to her, to her through Michael's phone. She was super nice to me. She never was like, oh, I don't know, you don't talk to me. She was, she's that friendly person that if she can help you, she's going to do it. Like, if you, if you need help with, like, moving something or you need help moving, she's the, she's the lady, she, you call her, she's like, yeah, I'll help you, or that person that sees somebody on the street, or like walking by her house that looks thirsty, or something, she'll bottom them in for a glass of water, or something like that, she's that type of person, she's always giving, and loving, and stuff like that, got way off track, but I'm not here to speak for his family, I'm not here to speak for him, I'm not here to speak for Michael, I'm just telling my side of the story, what I knew, and what, ha what I knew happened, so... I started, uh, so I kind of knew them, not a, I don't know, and,
but like, it was kind of like, I mean, I don't know what happened on, happened before all the events of this happened, but okay, I'll, I'll, I'll explain it from my point of view. So I think it was May the, or, I have no idea. I have no idea when this happened, but there was a missing persons report. Um, his mom, or I think he was raised by his aunt. I'm not 100% sure, but they didn't know where he was, and it scared them to death. It scared them half to death, because they didn't know where he was at. And I mean, if you, like, if it was your kid, you would know. If they didn't know where they were at, you would, like, basically shit yourself. But they, we, it's like that. I mean, you don't know where someone is. You haven't heard from them in a couple of days. You know, you get worried about them, and you call the police welfare visit, and they put out a missing person report. And... So, Michael was worried, and so I was like, man, don't worry, let's get a couple beers in you, let's, let's get fucking loaded, let's get high as hell, let's get crossfaded, and we'll pack my backpack full of Bud and Bud Light, and I don't mean two different types of alcohol, Bud, Bud Light. Let's just say one's a plant and one's a drink. Uh, and so we walk. And this bag is fucking heavy. So me and Michael are trading it back and forth. And when he was like, man, my bag's hard. Uh, can uh, can you carry the bag? I just fucking sprinted. I was like, no. I came back. Don't worry. I'm not that asshole. I came back, put it on. So my back was already feeling better. And I carried the rest of the way there because I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big bitch. I regretted it the day after. I laid in bed all day. Michael came over. We got high. And after that, I felt fine. But I laid in bed all day besides that. And besides, this is a gruesome story. I don't know why I keep getting on top side tangents. But according to the people I have talked about about this podcast, they like when I go on side tangents. Because it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder. But um, it was... Uh, okay, let me talk about the night before. Okay, so, um, I get a call from my friend Kelby. He's like, hey man, look outside. And I go outside, and I call him back. I was like, what do you want me to look for? He's like, here, just come to my house. I was like, okay. I brought a pack of smokes. We went over there. I handed him a cigarette. We smoked. And we walked back. And I mean, we walked back into his backyard. And I'm not going to disclose anything about where we live or what his house looks like because I know some of you creepy motherfuckers, I know some, some creepy motherfuckers going to come by this and be like, <sighs> but, um, we go to his backyard and it's dusk, kind of, it's like that, that was like that layer between night and dusk, so it was kind of dark, but you could still kind of see, which is probably still dusk, but it was like darker than dusk, but like, I mean, I'm not trying to talk shit about anybody. Or, I'm not trying to talk about the night. Because if I want to talk about the night sky, I've got to take pictures from my Instagram. If my phone sucks, so I don't know. Well, I'm uh, I thought something like a white girl. I hate that. But, like, I, I, I don't know what came over me. I was like, what am I looking for, Kelly? He points over at uh, a bridge that is local to us. Um... 
I'm not going to give accurate measurements of how far this is. So this is like six miles away from our house. Uh, our collective house is it's the Petty Bridge. And we were looking out. I mean, if you've ever seen squad cars, or uh, SWAT cars, or squad, or squad, squad cars, cop car, or see the lights on top of them lately, like they're real fucking bright. This happened last year during all the COVID pandemic. So we really haven't seen light a lot and we've been outside and shit like that, but we haven't seen bright, bright ass lights like that. So you could see them like they were illuminating the entire fucking sky. You could see the pasture and the, what is it? What is it? Uh, forest or the woods separating. It was like, it's the, it's Kelby's house field, like a big ass, like a three from corner to corner. So like front corner to uh, so far, front right to back left, it, it's literally probably, I'm not even going to lie to you, it's probably about, I want to say about, it's about, um, I'm just going to try to give a rough estimation, it's probably about six miles, I'm fucking lying, it's like a mile and a half, and it's a big ass property. And then there's woods way back there. Because there's another field. There's road. Okay. Field, road, field, woods. And the bridge is located in the middle with there's like fields, kind of. There's like a field, kind of. Kind of looking thing. And it was like the way it went, it went through the woods. Like it cut through the woods because there's a river. And. It was like, yo, like, look over there. Like, what the fuck's happening over there? I was like, probably a drug deal. He's like, yeah, probably. Because people go to that bridge or on top of the bridge or right beside it to sell and fish street drugs and stuff like that. I mean, it is what it is. You can find drugs wherever the fuck you find them. Well, he's found them. He just met his, he just met his dealer there. We, that's what we thought. We're like, oh, okay, a drug deal went bad. All right, well, that's fine. Michael comes over the next day. I'm, I've already told you. He's like, My, he's missing. He's freaking out, so we already had to smoke a little bit. Before going, then we calm the hell down. So we walk and walk and walk and walk and uh, we get close to it and we can see crime scene tape and I was like, Oh fuck, that drug deal last time went bad. He's like, What? And I was like, Remember when I called you and told you that there was lights down there at the or it was like fire fire uh there are firefighters, uh, and stuff like that down there, down at the bridge. Like, there's a bunch of firefighters and cops and stuff. He was like, yeah, man. And I was like, well, me and Kelvin thought it was a bad drug deal. And we thought it was a drug deal. They got busted or, uh, uh, UC, um, got somebody. And they try to run, and they were investigating down there. And we get down there, and uh, an officer comes up to us, and he was real polite too, like, like abnormally polite. Sorry, guys, I had a burp. Um, it was kind of like when something like really bad happens, you know, when a police officer is just like real polite, he's telling y'all. Like, if you ever see something real bad go down, and they're like, yo, you can't be here at this point in time. Um, there's something went down here uh, last night, 
or something went down down here and we're not sure what happened and we're still looking down here and stuff like that and he's like boys you can't be here and let me tell you there was stadies there was county officers there were uh I don't think I but uh like a uh georgia bureau of investigation so gbi yeah, GBI, and I think at that moment we kind of knew, we kind of put two and two together, but, sorry, we kind of, uh, kind of tearing up a little bit, I'm sorry for that little pause, I was breathing in and out that way, I don't sound choked up, but I'm, um, it's just, at that moment, at that moment, that, at that moment, my heart sank, and I was like, please, please, and I'm agnostic, or at the time, I was, uh, um, I was atheist, which is anything. and my heart sank, and at that moment, I just started praying, right, like, and Michael's podcast, he talked about it. He didn't talk about this because I told him not to, but I think it's time for it to come out. So I was kind of embarrassed about it, but I just broke down. I mean, I didn't start crying, but my heart started racing. I started praying. Uh, I shed a couple tears, and I was like, and I did this facing away from Michael. That way he couldn't tell that I was feeling distressed. That way he wouldn't put two and two together because he was already way fucked up. And um, I was like, man, let's just. Let's just go back to my house, we'll record a podcast, we'll chill, um, don't worry about it, we'll be fine, we'll just go, we'll just go to my house and chill, and we'll drink, and we'll smoke, and we'll get real fucked up, and we'll play a podcast, and, uh, I think that's, we're back again on his podcast, uh, we're back, and he talked about us being on a hiatus, um, we were just talking, and it kind of broke my heart to think, Cause I knew he knew, like I knew he knew, but he just couldn't open up about it. He couldn't open up about his feelings about it. He just, when I say we drunk ourselves sick, I mean, the next morning I couldn't even, I couldn't even handle myself. I couldn't go to school for, I know I saw it two weeks. And people might say, oh, Chris, you stayed out a lot of time last year. And I was like, I'm, yeah, I did. I mean, I had very bad mental health issues. And I contemplated that I could, I really couldn't go back to school. I just, it was just causing so much stress on me, where all this stuff had just happened all at once. Just bam, 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 bam. I was hit with, you know, you're probably gonna fail. Uh, I was hit with manic depression. I just couldn't get out of my bed, and I just started thinking. And I just, I just. I just I just thought about it and I was just laying back and I just drunk myself so sick that day. Like next three days I was coming over. I just couldn't. And it wasn't even that. I mean, the, the pain in my heart was a lot worse than my headache and me projectile vomiting into a trash can for three days. And I, know, I, and I know people are like, oh, how'd you do that? And I mean, we drunk a 24, we drunk two 24 cases. 
we we knew something bad happened down there, but we were just like, okay, if it was Kenny, maybe 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 he came down here and we got fucked up and they called the cops because he's OD and, and they got there and they were taking him to the hospital. And that was the best case scenario in our head. That way we knew he was okay. That way we knew he was gonna survive. But they came out. Um, actually, we didn't know at the time. We didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it to anybody because we thought that we would be intruding if we started asking his parents or his mom. And we didn't, we really didn't, I didn't think about it, I wasn't lying. My thought, at parent train of thought, thought was, she's grieving and she doesn't want to hear from two little assholes that her son doesn't want to talk to her. Which turns out, we were dead wrong. Uh, his, his mom really needed someone to talk to, but we didn't know at the time. We knew we would have talked to her. We would have opened up about how we felt. But, I mean, I was talking to Michael, and Michael was like, man, and I know this video is going to, uh, this podcast is going to be longer than uh, his, his is 17 minutes and 49 seconds, something like that, uh, this is going to be longer now, probably already longer now, okay, so, um, it's already at 25 minutes, um, it's at 25 minutes, okay. Um, this is going to be pretty long, because Michael didn't talk about how much he felt, because the case was still going on, the two motherfuckers that did end up hurting this, killing this very kid that had so much life. He was full of life. I mean, he enjoyed doing things with people. I mean, he was very friendly to everyone he met. He never judged or anything. You could talk to him about anything. He was never judging. Great guy. Great stand-up guy. Yeah, Kenny was. Kenny was a stand-up guy. I mean, yeah, he had his moments, but he was generally nice. But he he just he just uh, for what I gathered from Michael people I knew that knew him, um, we talked about it, and, it's late, but, I had to get this out, I was listening to that podcast, and all these feelings are surfaced, and I know today, this, this episode is going to come out late, but it, and I know it's going to be kind of a dark episode, it's darker than what I usually post, it's different, but, uh, it's, kind of heartbreaking to me to think about what happened to this this kid that was so young and full of life and I know I'm talking about it like I'm a hundred years old but it's just it's just hard to talk about and I'm just using what I'm just using the things that come to my head and just talking about them like the things off the top of my I'm not saying like I'm making this up that's just not true I'm just saying like the first words to come to my mind are to describe how I'm feeling and how he was, which is what I'm saying, because it's just easier than me to kind of formulate it and stuff like that. So when I started talking, uh, so I kind of gathered up some information um, 
about this. I got some new information from what, uh, listening to that podcast. And, uh, I just want to say this part gets a little bit graphic, so if you are kind of squeamish or not mentally right in the head or sad or you nuked any and you don't want to hear it again or hear what I'm about to talk about, um, if you... Uh, if you're watching this like in the background, which is, is something my podcast, well, not this one, this one you have to have your focus on because I, th- I feel like it's disrespectful. That, that's not me calling you out. Trust me, it's not. I'm just saying it's kind. Of, most of my podcasts are just background noise that you can listen to. But this one, I want at, le- at least if you didn't know it. And you're curious about what I'm talking about, just kind of listen, kind of pay a little bit more of attention. Um, if you're new and you don't want to listen, uh, on Spotify and Anchor, which is what I'm recording on, uh, you can take and click the up button. It might take a little bit to load, but you can take ahead and skip. Uh, skip about a minute, minute and a half, two minutes from right now. Um, and it'll be okay, like, I'll be over with the section, but, uh, the night, uh, in question, uh, Kenny, I guess he was talking to Revel, I knew they were friends, uh, they weren't really close friends, but they still kept in contact with each other for whatever reason, and, um, and, um, It's kind of hard to talk about, but I got to get it out so I don't want a lot of the people that skip ahead. But, um, so, I mean, it, it hurt my heart. It hurts my heart to talk about this, but I have to. I mean, Kenny deserves respect, and y'all deserve the respect to know what happened. But according to what Michael could gather and what I could gather after the fact, so I was, I was originally going to make this afterwards, but I wanted it for the entire case to be out before I did any of that. Uh, on the night in question, uh, they had gotten into an argument. That's all I know. That's as far as I know. Uh, they might be something different in court documents or whatever, or on their phone or whatever. Uh, they had gotten into an, a pretty bad argument. Actually, wait, wait, hold on. I got that wrong. Uh, he had went over there to hang out with them, or he went over there to get some of his stuff because he was staying. He, I guess he stayed there the night or something, or he was friends with Ju- he was friends with Justin, but he kind of just stayed at that house. And uh, I hated it. I mean, I hate it. Hate, hate this part. But um, I guess they went walking because uh, they do live in Crandall. They live. She lived ten miles down the road. So it's a pretty far walk. Not a far drive. Pretty far speed. And um, uh, they went walking. The bridge is about halfway from my house to theirs, and we walked down there, and um, unfortunately they went over the bridge. They pulled out a gun, fatally shot him, and left him in a puddle of water to let him die. Um, and an interview and uh, investigation goes on down there. 
the day that me and Mark went down there, they found us. Um, they were actually trying to evac him out to go to the coroner for an autopsy. If I knew I was that close to the community, I would have, I would have died, I would have cried right there in front of God and everybody. I would have just laid down in the road and just cried. Or had to be put in the back of a police car, a police van to calm the hell down. So I would have freaked the hell out. Because um, I kind of knew something bad had happened, but I didn't think that it was that bad. I thought that maybe he went down there and he was sad and he took a bunch of drugs, and his body couldn't handle it, and i So to me, that, that sounded better, that maybe he had a chance to live. But no, two fucking demented, horrible people decided that they wanted to be God, judge, and jury on this man's life. And he didn't deserve it. And um, afterwards, a little while afterwards, they were they were sentenced. I don't know how they found them or anything like that. They were sentenced and put in jail and completely uh, just locked up. Uh, and Michael had went to jail because his sister claimed that he had be, that he had hit her, and which wasn't true at all. He did not lay a finger on her. They were arguing about. Someone drinking her four loco, and he kind of. She was fighting and just judging and pissing him off, and she pushed him, and then he backed down. He said, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hit a woman. I will not hit a woman at all. Uh, I'm not that type of person. I will not hit a woman." And she was like. And she grabbed his shirt and hit him or something like that. And he pushed her off and she fell back onto the couch or something like that. And she called the cops and whatever. He went to jail, or he actually went to jail and uh, a bunch of other crap. Like, he, he was, he got uh, simple assault, which isn't bad. You usually end up beating that kid and you got on a bond or whatever. I have no idea. He got off on bond. Uh, his case was still in. Like, you know, well, he, his case was kinda. He still had to go in front of a judge because uh, he was on no report uh, bond. So, like, he didn't have to report to his officer, his bond officer, or his bond officer. But you know what I mean. Um, no thanks. And uh, they were talking. They were kind of like it was still open when Michael died. That's all I know. And I wanted to go to court with him, but they said I couldn't go with him because of uh, uh, COVID and stuff like that. And I kind of thought it was bullshit, but I, I, I love everything I have in my being. I love him. Uh, as a best friend, as a brother. But I'm getting sidetracked. Uh, Michael had gone to the same jail as this guy, Justin. He didn't, he didn't know, he didn't know, because he didn't know what J, uh, block he was in, because he got A, C, D, E, and then the shoe with the special housing, which is the hole, essentially, it's just the hole, and, um, 
Um, Michael kind of caught a glimpse of him in the same jail block because in my or in the county we live in, hell, most of my viewers know who I am anyway. In my county where we live, um, our jail system kind of they got away. They they took out all the jail cells technically because. Uh, there were blind spots in the cells where people could fight and get killed and smoke and stuff like that. They don't really care about the smoking weed and stuff like that, but they don't want people having overdoses, so they kind of put everything down on bunk uh, beds or bunks or whatever you want to call them. And uh, they started talking. My Michael had saw him once going to chow or getting his food or getting chow. And he sat down back in his bed, I think. He sat down on his bunk, and they started talking. He started, like, uh, acquainting himself, because he knew a lot of people that was in there. And most people were in there with misdemeanors, like, uh, drug possession, and, uh, uh, and stuff like that. Something like, um, what was it called? What was it called? Uh, I don't know. Sorry, I'm kind of lining this up a little bit. But, uh, but, um, I don't know how to, I don't know how to put it. But, um, uh, I don't know, I don't want to call it something that's not. Because um, someone's going to come up to me in class and be like, yo, your podcast, bro? You're fucking stupid if you didn't know what that was. Uh, I can't think of it. I, I know what it is, but I can't think of what the name is. I think it's called... Uh, paraphernalia. It's paraphernalia charges. Most of them have paraphernalia charges. So meth pipe or uh, coke pipe or a... A scale or something like that. Something, something small where you get in jail and so on. But they put you in the county jail. Uh, in our county, they put you in the county jail before they, uh, before and after you go to trial. So you can figure it out, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and you figure out what they're going to do with you and crap like that. So. Watch out! They were going to trial and they bumped into each other and that guy was like, just a little at Michael and like, you look familiar, I think I know you. I was like, oh man, I look like a lot of people. Uh, and they started shooting the shit. He was like, he looked at Michael and was like, what did you get? What are you in here for? Uh, he was like, simple assault. He was like, what you got? Are you, uh, are you on bond? Or have you went to court yet? Mine was like, I haven't went to court yet, but they're more than likely going to give me bond. Because it's just simple assault, they're not going to do much about it. There's not a lot of um, stuff you can, there's not like a, uh, you're not going to get a lot of jail time in a GCPA. You'd get like a month or so in jail, and he stayed in jail for like three weeks. So, you would only have to serve a week uh, for that misdemeanor. But he got bail, uh, he got a bail after like three days. Scared me a hell though. I thought he was going to go to jail for a while, but, uh, we, we saw him 
and they started talking about, and they were like, what'd you do? He was like, simple as all. He was like, what'd you get? And he was like, I'm awaiting trial. And the guy was like, oh, okay, that's cool, I guess. Damn, I've already been talking for 40 minutes. Sorry, guys, this is going to be a long episode. It meant to be short, but I just started talking about all the feelings and stuff. And it kind of just got this long. I mean, I'm not going to stop because you deserve to know what happened. Uh, I'm not going to read the police report, but I'll tell you what it was. I'll tell you what the police report contained. Uh, and then after that, I'll cut it off. And I'll probably do another one. I'll probably do another uh, <coughs> podcast. Right after this, talking about a lot of other stuff that uh, is on my mind. Probably just the stories. Well, actually, no, I told you the story. Okay. Um, but, it, it, uh, they were talking. I was like, yeah, I was, I'm waiting for all the guy was like, I, thought, I think I saw you in a newspaper. What are you in here for? He was like, oh, murder. And he was like, Michael got because Michael knew who he was, and Michael just trying to stop himself from kicking his ass, and he was just sitting there like, ah, oh. wait, when? And he was like, uh, you know that kid down there, I think his name was Kenny or whatever, and you know that kid down there that, um, that murder that happened in, Cran- er, in Crandall? Because like, Michael was like, where'd you commit the murder? He was like, in Crandall, Michael was like, damn, that's funny, I mean, I mean, I live in Crandall, that's like my hometown. He was like, he was like, oh, okay, oh, okay. Uh, he was like, where? Uh, I don't know. I hope I'm not intruding on you or whatever. Uh, he was like, where? Uh, where? And he was like, Teddy Bridge. And I can actually talk about this part because they've already went to trial. They've already got. I'll tell you what they got because it's amazing what they got. Uh. Super satisfying, but um, they. Well, it's not satisfying what they did. It was their sentencing was satisfying. But I love. Uh, I just want to talk to y'all about it. Um, Michael was just distraught, and he just, he just. The only thing Michael could think about was, I want to kick this motherfucker's ass, but he can't, uh, he couldn't, he, he didn't want to get another sentence, he didn't want to get another attention on his sentence, so he started talking, he started talking to this guy, and he was like, uh, he was like, damn, bro, you're gonna be here a while, and then Michael got out, uh, he told me about all this, and, um, Throw him pretty good welcome home party because I uh, I got like well, I'm not gonna say anything but I got a big bag in it you know you know I got a big bag and we celebrated and we were just chilling vibing um, and he started telling me about it uh, we started get, we got really interested in the case and they didn't live stream it or anything so we didn't know what happened but it was up in the news. It was actually in a newspaper, and they had to buy the fucking newspaper. It pissed me off. I mean, it was only like 50 cents, but it pissed me off. So we opened it, and we started, I started reading, uh, and they got life in prison without parole. And I was like, fuck yeah, this is what these fuckers deserve. Because they were probably about 20, and they get to spend another 50 fucking years in prison, and I love it. But um, I guess I'm going to cut it off right here, guys. I will talk 
to you literally in like two seconds. Um, live your life, smoke weed, and talk to you later.